<laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Faded Town Podcast. We are the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Again, check those facts. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, because if you haven't, are you really watching serious content? We got an awesome guest for you today. He's a former member of Team Sacker Scoop. You may know him as Tablemon. He's everyone's favorite player, the kid next door, Pablo Meza. What's up? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Of course. It's complicated to to schedule, but I've been really, really busy in July. Hey, it's it's that time of the year, right? It's Worlds. Everyone's grinding. Everyone's talking to their favorite player to try to, to get coaching and win, you know? We fit you in. That's all we, got you. we got you. We got him. We got him. Yeah. So how's your day going? Ah, uh, good. I'm actually dressed in soccer uniform I because I I went to I went to play soccer earlier. Good. Okay. Um, got to get that. Yeah, got to so get that workout. Pretty, that exercise. Exactly. I, I I had my friends over for for a little bit of world testing in the morning, and then we went to play soccer. Nice. Ooh. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Good day. Who, who, uh, who are you testing with nowadays? Uh, well, my like two local friends. You're back home. Um, in, you're is... back home in Mexico right now, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Mexico. Um, one of them, you might know him, Juan Espinola. He he's gotten stipend a few times. Um, he he's the only other Mexican player that has actually made it to day two. Okay. Uh, in the last, like since the day two system started. Um, so yeah, he doesn't get to travel a lot or anything. He only plays locally for the most part, but he did go to Dallas this year. Well, you're saying that he, uh, he made an automatic day two? No, no, no. no he, he made it he made from it day, day one, one to day two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we yeah, got, we got few. one of our buddies, uh, Miguel. He's also a Mexico, Mexican player. Uh, yeah. although he, he collected all of his points in the United States and lives in the United States. But he still was yeah. on the uh, the Mexico um, on the Latin America. Yeah, yeah, the, yes. the, La- the Latin America point system. So he's he'll be immoral. Well, I gotta I gotta listen to that all the time. I made yeah. worlds, you did it, Zach. Oh, yeah. So he'll be. We yeah, got to get. That feels like points. a gray area. Yeah. It's like you had to get a hundred points. Get out. Two hundred. Two hundred. Come on. Come on. Two fifty. I think. Oh, Oh, two fifty. My bad. Yeah, we went we, we went to a cup the other week. I'm like, hey Miguel, you win right here. I think you qualify for next year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, shut up. Anyway, so uh we kind of ask this question every time. Um as a top player in the game, what do you do to sustain your level of play? Like what do you do outside to finance it and everything like that? Or uh, the majority we seem to uh get the same answer. All they do is Pokemon, coaching, etc. Yeah, um, that that applies to me as well right now, or for the last um, two years, a little bit more, two years and a half, I guess. Okay. Um, I've been doing this full time. Um, my main source of income, the way I can pay rent and everything, is definitely um, coaching. Um, I've been, especially like like I said, July has been. I thought it was going to be the the least busy month of the year because of PTGO not having unified minds and then people not wanting to to test or it being a little bit more complicated with the actual physical cards, but it turned out to be the opposite. It turned out to be my busiest month. That's why I've been kind of like, I'm not posting as many videos. I didn't get to stream a single day, I think, in July uh, because I literally have nine-hour days of coaching. Damn. 
Monday Monday through Thursday, it's nine hour days, and then Friday, that's where it's like only six hours. Yeah, but only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so full time. That's yeah, a full time so full time job. It's good, though. Yeah, Easily. yeah, exactly. It's a full time job. Um, I I mean the way I. The question was how do I like keep the the skill high or the top level plays? Um, I mean I definitely appreciate all the people that I coach because like it it goes both ways, you know. It's like we are we are both trying to analyze. It's not just me telling them like here do here play this card. Yeah, it's like between the both of us we try to have this synergy of we we discuss the potential plays. We try to decide and analyze. Um, why one play is slightly better than the other, why one play is definitely the the one that gives us the worst chance at winning or the best chance at winning. So <clears throat> in this like discussion and talks we have, I also learn from them. And um like this this self um I don't know, self kind of like not kind of like a feedback loop in which we talk a lot about very peculiar situations that come up. Yeah, so we don't really grind five games in, in one hour. Yeah, we get two or three really good ones where we really take a look at every situation. Or sometimes we even only get to play one game. Um, but that's because the game was so complicated and there were so many options. Yeah, so I think all this like analysis, and I hope I provide like a, a high-level analysis. I'm, I've always been a very analytical person. Right. Um, it's the both of us, yeah? It's like... Hopefully they're learning um, from me, and also I'm nine hours throughout the day thinking very critically and very specifically and very strategically about each specific situation. Yeah, so perhaps I don't get to grind a matchup fifty games, uh, but I get to play five very high quality games where I took a look at so many different little things. Yeah, to consider to. For what I bring to to tournaments. Well, that's good. Like that. That's good. Like I, I, that answer, actually answers my next question. I was gonna say, does it affect your uh, your ability to test? But it seems like you putting in all this work, teaching other people, keeps you sharp. It's just like uh, yeah. I mean, just how teachers like they they're always constantly learning and evolving their methods and stuff. So you're seeing the game nine hours a day every day you're still putting in the same plays that you would do normally if you were testing with other people so it's uh yeah. no that's good that's good I mean, yeah I think yeah like uh-huh. keeps you up to date i, was say, I uh, think like out of everyone we've talked to um like i'm not i'm not trying to throw shade at anyone yeah, but are, like when <laughs> when when i ask them this question and they're just coaches or whatever it's like i'm just a coach but like when you answer it, it's like I'm working nine hours a day and I'm learning from it, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, all right, well, this is great. Like you give it such a better perspective when when it comes to like an outsider's view, because a lot of people listen to this and they hear I'm a Pokemon coach, and that's like that's all. Usually that's all people right. say. Yeah, like, I coach understand exactly. Maybe, maybe what it once is. or twice a week or something. But when you sit there and you're like, I nine hours a day this is a busy month and i'm analyzing everything and i'm getting as much from it as i'm giving and this it's like oh like that's very eye-opening and it's like oh this this is a great opportunity for him and he is taking advantage of every like so-called living the dream as a pokemon (laughs) master he's taking it very um 
professionally, I would say. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's definitely like I'm very I guess I'm very conscious um about my my expenses, like the way of living, the being able to travel and everything. So I know that in order for me to be able to do that in a consistent manner, in a responsible manner, yeah, because if I were twenty years old doing this, I'd probably have a different perspective. Right. Yeah, but now I'm thirty one years old, I have different responsibilities, different approaches and um I know like there there's a part of of trust right Be, because the person who's looking reaching out for the coaching yeah they they don't just want to play games right. with me right they want to right. learn from me so I need to be able to provide that so it's not just enough to just like play some games or make some comments like I really try um, my best yeah and every 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 session ends up being very unique yeah but I really try my best to give um, as much feedback as I can and try different approaches because also every every person that I coach, you know, who mo- mo- most are um, younger kids, you know, I'd say it's like uh, 80% juniors, 50%, 15% seniors and like a few maths. Um, kids are also like very, they're like sponges, you know, they're, anything you say and especially because in the very beginning, um, it's like it's tableman, right? right. Eventually... There's a trust built, and it's like I'm I'm Pablo, their friend. Right. Yeah. But in yeah. the beginning, a few of them are are a bit starstruck. Yeah. So they, uh, this is the best deck, and they'll follow along. Yeah. But I think it's more important not just to tell them what to do, but to teach them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm essentially, a teacher, and yeah. then um, there's also the part of like um, how I charge. Like I know that I need to provide that value. Yeah, and right. just like charge a certain amount because that's the market. Like I, I try to charge fairly, and I try to offer back um, what I'm charging. You know, so it's worth it for the both of that's us. That's good. That's good. Right. Your your knowledge is like, your knowledge is your product. So you want to give them the most yeah. value out of their dollar. That's yeah. And even back to like, the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when we're at regionals, I can tell you're very invested in these these, these people you coach or these kids yeah. you coach yeah. because. Like, I'll see you in between rounds. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. A second, my junior over here is killing it. I got to go. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, go do what you got to do, man. Like, I get it. And like, hey, I can't hang out. My junior's killing it. My my senior, my like, you have, you are invested. And when they do well, uh, it makes you feel good. Because I can tell by the way you react at tournaments. And it's <laughs> like, I don't see many other, all these people that say they coach and they're coaches and I, I don't know exactly what they but when I see them at tournaments, I don't see the same thing. Like I can go talk to them and there's no problems to talk to you. You're like, well, I'll talk to you, but right now my, my junior, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> like, like I could tell, like if I didn't talk to you before this, like I know you're a coach. Yeah. Anyone else that was on the podcast, I had no clue. Zero clue that they were coaching um, or anything. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. When, like, I was very, like, when when I started realizing all these players are coaches, I'm like, oh, I didn't. I thought Pablo was the only one. I was like, Pablo's <laughs> the only one doing it full time. Because the way you act around, it might be older and you might be more mature than these other players. But yeah, I think that affects a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. 
No, but yeah, but, there's, but, like, there's, like, there's nothing wrong with, with any yes. approach, right? No, no, I, I think this they're is, fine. This is mine. I just, I just see your approach, uh, maybe it's because I'm older, I see it more as you are taking it very seriously. Yeah. And, and you're, you're giving and giving the same, and you feel very proud when you you see your work is work working. Where like I don't I don't I can't speak for the other people, but I just I personally don't see that from whoever else is coaching. Well, <laughs> anybody watching this, anybody watching shit. this video, don't can't. don't let let that stray you away yeah. from uh, getting coaching from anybody yeah. else. But yeah. but Pablo, you are a good friend of ours, and uh, I definitely anybody that does watch this and is looking for coaching, I recommend check him out and hit him up. Um, so so we were talking about we're talking about you traveling for Pokemon. Um, so how does that affect um, your your daily life? Because you're you travel a lot. You you go to almost every event, right? Like you were saying, you were trying to hit every single North American event this year, um, and you're traveling from Mexico. Like I, I've been I've been to Mexico a couple times. I know the flights out of there are cheap, but when you're inside, like when you're going from like say St. Louis to Denver to you know wherever, I'm just saying in in theory. Um, like, how does that affect your finances? Like, you you said you had to be more responsible, but can you give us a little more detail? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's been two years, like right. I said, um, of this full time. So, in each year, I took kind of like a different approach. Um, in the first year, when I was uh, part of Soccer Scoop, um, I was definitely very encouraged and very motivated. <laughs> um, <laughs> partly because because of um of the very generous sponsorship from from the team from trump from um, trump, it was from trump. To, you could say that from trump from yeah, trump, from yeah. trump. <laughs> uh to to compete to like be at every event yeah and i was also like it was the first i was doing this full time yeah I, i'm only what i've created up to this point like i'm definitely in a very stable situation right now but in the beginning I, like i was improvising right, right. it's like right. i was like well this this will get me a few extra dollars this month. I'll do this, yeah. Or now this is, and yeah. But now, um, or rather, that first year, I was definitely very motivated, and I went to pretty much every regional. I went to every international. I got second place in Australia, um, and then so it was, a, and then I won like Vancouver regionals. I had a pretty good and you year. Got top. That was when you got yeah. top eight overall in worlds, correct? That that was when I got top yeah, eight. Um, worlds yeah like that 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 also motivated me a lot then i became part of uh, team soccer scoop and then i went to every regional um so i did like a lot of travel yeah and i was doing also a lot of coaching and i was investing basically 100 percent of my of my time into pokemon um but for example the travel yeah because of of how my job works right now like i get i get paid by the hour right yeah so I don't have, I don't have paid time off. If I don't coach one hour, I don't get paid for that hour. Right. Yeah. So every every trip I take, right? Every every if I travel on Thursday or on Friday, I um, those are days that I can't coach, and therefore, however much the trip costs, like, it doesn't cost more because I'm not coaching, but it's also money I'm not generating. Right. 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 Because because I'm I'm doing that. So this year I definitely took it a little bit more. Um, I took that more into account. Yeah. Um, as I also, I got busier with, with coaching. I had to find that balance. Yeah. Because, um, it's not like I needed to earn more money. 
but it was sometimes like I needed to to balance um, the burnout of travel as well. Yeah. And towards the end of the 2017-2018 season, I had uh, like a, a section of like between February and June, I, I was not home um, any weekend, I think. Or if I was, I was playing League Cup Saturday and Sunday. Right. So it was like, my job was like, like seven days a week. Yeah, that's yeah, because uh, travel took up the whole day. Right. Usually, I always have to like. There's no accessible direct flights to like Collinsville from Mexico. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like the travel takes a toll. Um, then spending Saturday playing, spending hopefully Sunday playing, and then traveling back on Monday. So that's at least Friday and on Monday where I couldn't coach. Um, for the most part, if it's Monday. I arrived at 5 p.m. I was pretty tired and I didn't want to coach for the next four right, hours, right. you know? So, yeah. so I started to, this season, the 2018-2019 season, I took it a bit more um, more slowly. Uh, and my plan, yeah, was to travel, to plan to travel once a month, right? Rather than to every single event and then prioritize the internationals over the the regionals in that particular month. Yeah, so then... That's how I started my season. I went to Philadelphia. I went to Memphis. There were pretty okay tournaments. I was, um, and I was in a pretty good position to, if I got any points in Brazil, I could get the stipend. But then I forgot to write down my supporters oh in my Brazil. Oh my gosh, I remember <laughs> that. Oh my gosh, I, uh, I feel so bad. That's, that's and since then, so at every event, everyone, well, not everyone, but many people are like, did you write your supporters this time? And I'm like, well, there was online tech list, so I yeah. couldn't forget them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that happened, right? Oh, and yeah. that happened for Australia. Um, and then I was like, okay, yeah. Since I'm going to miss this type into Australia, which is also the most expensive IC to get to from Mexico, um, I'm going to take it chill. Yeah, for this quarter. Yeah. Because since I'm not going to Australia, I won't be able to compete um, for the Berlin Travel Awards. Right. Yeah, maybe a stipend if I do well at the at the regionals. Uh, but I'm gonna take it cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna pressure myself into into traveling more to compensate. For right. That. Right. Yeah. And then I did okay at some events, and then I decided to to go to an extra event in in February in in Costa Rica because. Um, I was very in range of uh, definitely the stipend with any points and perhaps the travel award if I ended up winning the event. Yeah, so then I, I got to pay to Rahul, but that was enough for the stipend. And then going to Germany with $1,000 uh, for the stipend was definitely very accessible. Right. So then I knew that in that quarter, since I was going to Berlin, I could push really hard yeah, and guarantee, hopefully, the travel award for North America and the travel award for worlds so it was like double trouble right. yeah so it was definitely worth yeah. it yeah it's like i was pushing every quarter this quarter specifically yeah i've been taking it cool this quarter specifically i am going to push for the for the extra for the extra travel awards that's good and then it coincided with the fact that there started being a lot of um, special events in central america which to me that's easier to that's much cheaper to get to than to the united right. states um like $100 round trips to Guatemala, El Salvador. Yeah, so that's pretty accessible. And I can fly there at 5 p.m. and get there at 7 p.m. 
at night. So I can't even coach in the morning. So it's also that's a, a, a cost factor that comes into play. Um, and then for whatever reason, Pikram clicked with me and I, st- I got third place at Collinsville. And then like I got a, a lot of really good results. And I overachieved for the travel award to, to Germany. Uh, I mean, to North America in Germany. Um, I misplayed myself out of day two. That was pretty, pretty sad. Well, in in um, Germany. Yeah, Germany and uh, round eight. I I, I had a play that I could have like reduced the chance of um, beating me in game three, and for whatever reason, I was very emotional and the pressure and the previous games had been like very unlucky or whatever. And I, for whatever reason, I got clouded and I didn't do it. And then he ended up getting the exact cards to beat me. I was like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then round nine, I completely breaked on stream, and that was <laughs> that was annoying. Uh, but yeah, it cost myself that, but I still had a trial ward, so it was fine. And then this other quarter, I was like, okay, um, if I push for this one, yeah, since I didn't do that well in Berlin, I did get points, but I didn't do that well, I still need that little extra boost for um, to guarantee the day two for Worlds. So I'm going to push a little bit more yeah, this last month and a half, and uh, hopefully that secures me the first travel award for the next season. Yeah, so in a lapse of like four months, I was able to secure three travel awards. So it definitely That's made good. it worth. That's good. Yeah. How, how does? That, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say, how does the travel awards work with Latin America? Is it? Because I know same, it's the top sixteen. Oh no, it's top eight for world. Top, top eight. Yeah, for yeah. world's top eight. Okay. I ended up being first place. Um, you said you're in fifth, for fifth the place. For the race. For fifth yeah. place. You're. Are you automatic day two at Worlds this year? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, in the end, it was like I invested X amount of money to travel. I went to like seven countries in within four months. That's wild. Um, to That's wild. Just, That's wild. Wild. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I did get to do interesting stuff in some of them. Um, like okay. I went to a Chelsea game uh, on my way to Berlin. So yeah, with Joe, with Joe from Only Folk. So I remember that. I did yeah. <laughs> a lot of um, cool things. Met a lot of very nice Joe, people. Joe, the do- his and... doppelganger. Yeah, exactly. What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. Um, so yeah, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, to like out of the yeah. whole season, I pushed for four months. I got three travel awards. I won a regional in Brazil. I got third place at another one. So it was definitely a very good. Uh, good way to close out a season that started with me not writing the supporters at the biggest tournament. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, well, right. look at look at what happens when I do write my supporters. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, we so, know, we so know when, you're a good player. We, you're, right. Accidents happen. So with all, with all this travel, how does it affect your home life? Oh, it... Um, it definitely does in terms all of right. like, um, well, first of all, my girlfriend, yeah, right. obviously, yeah, girlfriend? Like, we don't get to spend that many uh, weekends together. Um, then, uh, just my, my overall fitness, yeah, my overall health. Um, when I started Tailmon, I was like 30 pounds lighter <laughs> now, <laughs> I, I, which is like, obviously there's a big, like it's all, it's my responsibility, right? I, the choices I make when I travel or whatever, um, but it's also like, it's so much easier to, to get like my mind i need to pay the bills so i'll do that extra hour of coaching instead of going to the gym or i have very little time to cook so i'll just order um the food instead of cooking something healthier yeah so it's definitely choices i've made um that's why cutting back on the travel was 
um, it was also important for me to like get a bit of more more control over over those things. Um, but yeah, that that's been a big part um, that's affected me, and that I'm trying to to find the balance, right, and yeah. also motivation. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, um, I good. I miss Sunday footballs a lot, which means since like we have this rule, right? If you if you came last week and you could be a starter next week. So since I miss a lot of weekends, I stopped being a starter. Damn. So I love playing soccer. So the game only lasts 40 minutes to two 20 minutes half. So then I only was playing half. So, I mean, it's little things, right? But yeah. that's, I guess, how, how it affects well, me. Well, so far, it seems like you're learning how to moderate it properly, you know? And uh, I mean, recognizing that it was affecting you traveling so much and kind of moderating your travel. No, it seems like yeah. it, it's done well for you, but it, it really hasn't affected your your top sixteen race. You know, like you're still yeah. you're still day two in worlds. You're a t- definitely a top contender, and you know we're uh, we're definitely we're excited to see how you uh, mm-hmm. how you play this year. We're, we'll be we'll be there we'll be there to watch. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you go because you I mean you hit a lot of special events this year. Um, you won the South Palo Regional at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like going in, like how big was it? Like, are, I know those regionals. Was that the same weekend as uh, another uh, regional? Santa Clara. No? Yeah, Santa that was the Clara. same weekend as Santa Clara. Okay. Um, but uh, Sao Paulo was actually bigger than Santa Clara. Was it? That's, that's yeah. hilarious. I think that's it was hilarious. either a it's little still, under or a little over six hundred yeah. people. So dang, that's still. And like the uh, eight had like six of us that ended up being top eight of Latin America. So it was a oh. really spectrum. Like top eight, I had to beat Gustavo Wada. Oh, okay. Because yeah. like, like people look at this and like, oh, like South Palo, like how he won, but how hard it could have been. But I mean, when you say it like that, it's like and, he killed it. No, like generally, um, I you could tell, right? Like after that weekend happened, four out of five YouTubers were making Green's Regisart videos. Bro. No one was making Kiawe no, no. Regisart videos. So no. there was definitely the, like I noticed it. it. Like it's no big deal, right? But I definitely noticed how the the US win um, felt, had more weight right. than the, than the South yeah. But Yeah, I agree. I see, I like, I mean, I was a fan. I played Green's at that yeah, event. Same, same. Like <laughs> my, my list was like two cards off from Keon's list and I was uh, I was more a fan of that and but like going into that tournament everyone hated it everyone hated it and like then <laughs> then I seen you win with with the Drachi build I'm like oh well well these people are right you know like yeah. I had a big I had a big argument with Rukan about it and he basically told me I sucked because <laughs> I thought Green was good and then and then you won and he's like he like. Then he's like, well, Pablo won. And then Keon won. I was like, well, Keon won. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> they're both good, right? They're both Never. good. Yeah, they're both good. Just leave us alone. But, they, have, yeah. they have different matchup spreads, but they're yeah. both good. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I now, think, now that... I think yours is better in the mirror. Yeah, but now but, that, yeah. that Marshadow's rotating, you know, it's... Uh, well, the whole thing's yeah, crazy now. Yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah, let's get into yeah, that. That's when, what, that was going to be our next topic. Worlds, we're, we're, let's go to Worlds. Let's go to Worlds. How do you how do you feel about the rotation before Worlds? Do you care? I mean, Would you rather played it with? I mean, the I've been card? playing. I've been playing for seventeen years. Right. Yeah, that's oh. that's a lot of standard format changes. Yeah. Um, 
So it was surprising that they did it before Worlds, but it was surprising because it's new. Yeah, yeah. not because it was like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna right. do? Yeah, it's yes. like every time for Worlds, there's a new set, and you have to put in the work, right? Exactly. Either for with whatever card pool you have, you have to put in the work. Yeah, yes. so it's like last year people were freaking out about losing Sycamore and then this year people are freaking out about losing Nespool, Trouble, and Double Curlless, and next year people will be freaking out about losing. Whatever it is oh, that we're going to be losing, Lily. Cynthia, yeah, Lily. Cynthia, Lily. Yeah, so it's like Lily's it happens. Lily. It happens every year. People will freak out. I I think it's better to focus on adapting and learning the new format rather than focusing on what you're losing. Yeah, right. Like, well, I you think can't change that, but you like, can start to learn the new. I format. always think it's super funny when people are like, "There's no way that's rotating. Like it, they're going to reprint it." I'm like. Dude, no, it's yeah. there. It's gonna rotate. Like when VS Seeker was getting rotated, everyone was reprint, like, "Reprint, dude, they're reprinting." There's no way we can play the game without VS Seeker. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not how this game works, guys. That yeah. just move on. You'll be fine. I promise. Yeah. You'll learn to play without it. When VS Seeker was first printed for the longest time, it wasn't even played at all. Maybe because yeah. we were all bad. Oh, dude, I think we were. I remember but... we put the deck and we're like, "That's good enough." Yeah. Maybe one, maybe one, two. But yeah, it's like the game changes. The game yeah. evolves with every set and with every format change. You just, like, start focusing on freaking out about what is going to happen. Well, make whatever you need to happen, happen. Yeah. So that, the Monday after NAIC, I was uh, typing up new deck lists, trying out new things. And um, now we're in the final run in for yeah. Worlds. It's gonna be exciting. So, so it's gonna be exciting. So it is what it is. You don't really care. Like if it if it wouldn't have rotated, you're fine. If it exactly. if it rotated, it's fine. It's it, it's a new set. It's uh, awesome. New format. You just have to adapt and okay. like it doesn't help me win worlds to freak out about there not being any nestful or ultra wall. Right. Yeah. It does help me win worlds if I look at the new cards and start trying out decks as soon as I have the time. Right. right. So, so, um, what are your what are your expectations for Worlds? Like, what do you expect to see? What do you um, not necessarily expect yeah. to play, but what do you oh. what do you think will be more popular versus, um, you know, stuff that you think will be kind of meme meme? You know, like trying to get through a day one or uh, just from a day two perspective. How, like, how big is what happens day one affect what you're gonna do day two? Like, um, okay, so. How how big of an effect is that? Um, yeah, this year it's probably going to be the most impactful. Yeah, because yeah. it's completely new. So right. I might see something that I was not expecting, or yeah, even though the card pool is so small that that I feel like that really limits um, creativity and the potential of um, yeah of some cards. Um, I definitely expect to, or rather, my intention is to since I've been practicing since Monday of NAIC. After NAIC, um, I full, I, I'm confident in, in the list that I built and the decks that I practiced for me to be able to, whatever deck I pick from the five, six, seven different options that there are that I consider decent, um, for me to be able to play it well. Yeah. No. Um, and in terms of like Mimi decks or whatever, um, I think there are very clear like card counters such as Breloom. Yeah, right. or right. froze last stuff. Um, but I feel like the, none of those, none of that Mimi stuff can get past um, Malamar Giratina. Right. Yeah, the Giratina right. spam right. is just way too powerful. 
especially with the spell tax. Yeah, yeah that means yeah, the spell tax just means the price trade-off is never favorable for you. And even if you end up playing like four Koopas to try to make up for it, um, the spell tax just eventually gets you. Yeah, right. Spell tag, so, spell tag is gonna be that's good. What, that's a, I yeah. mean, that's one thing I noticed when, especially like I I look into everything, and that's mostly the the what everyone's thinking is that single prize attackers just lose to Malmar. Um, yeah. The 130 consistently over and over is just too much. Yeah, and um, if you if you commit to like four Hoopas, sure you might beat Malamar, but you're not gonna be beating much else. Right, right. right? That's a lot exactly. of dedicated. Uh, that's a lot of dedicated space um, right. to hard counter one deck. So I definitely think that uh, because of such a limited card pool, you know the the biggest archetypes are Mew and Mewtwo decks, Picrom decks, Malamar in different ways. Blacephalon, um, Reshizard, um, maybe Gardevoir Sylvian can put in a fight. Um, I streamed Rowlet, Alolan Executor attacked him the other day, and I was pleasantly surprised. Really? I haven't even looked at, at it, to it, be honest. At how it works. I mean, because of the whole, I feel like the format is essentially um, tag teams that try to one hit KO each other, but none of them are that great at doing it. Right. Yeah, Perfect. so if you can get a tag team that can actually survive a lot of hits while dishing out decent damage, that um, works. Or in order to survive the, the Giratina spam, you need to be able to heal. Yeah, at some yeah. point you need to be able to heal. So that's why great potions have made it um, to basically all my tag team lists. And I mentioned Rowlet and Logis Exidor because with the Livani, you, like, you have um, Gardenia, so it has that extra healing and it's attack so heal. So the Livani reduces so, by 30, correct? By 40, by 40, and then you heal Ooh. 30. Ooh. Then you can have a choice helmet, so uh, prevent the damage, right? You probably yeah. still lose to Blasphemy because they can one hit KO you. Yeah, um, right. Don't play the next, it can yeah. one hit KO you. But I feel like it might, I definitely expect it to, to find a niche in, in some League Cups or League Challenges. Yeah, it's like, it's, I feel like every tag team from the new set can actually be a, a competitively viable archetype. So that's pretty, that's cool. pretty insane. Um, but overall, like those those four decks I mentioned, Dark Box, I feel like those are definitely the very clear, uh, strong five decks that um, feel confident in that you will have made a good deck choice for Worlds. Yeah, regardless of your result, yeah. it's not like you end up playing something completely out of um, out of the loop, and then it was a terrible call and it was a terrible deck. I feel like if you go in with any of those decks and you play it well, you have a chance right. to do well. Yeah. I like that. So, so you sit there, you're sitting day one, you're confident in your ability to play five to five to six decks, something around there, and you'll make that decision after day one, basically, is what yeah, you're, I mean, you're thinking? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like um, adaptation or improvisation or whatever right. is definitely a, a good skill to have, um, just for uh, for uh, approaching any tournament, not just worlds. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is different because I actually get the benefit of seeing what happens. I'm, I'm calling it. In I'm calling one. it out. You're just gonna play Picarum. You're like, oh, this is still this is still really Picarum, good. Picarum is my Picarum is my number one choice, and Picarum definitely um, brought me a lot of success. Um, yeah. This, yeah. This, so I I would definitely not mind at all playing Picarum. Right. How do you, how do you feel about the uh, the new um, Fossil archetype with the new stadium being able to put your stage ones right onto your bench. Yeah, I feel like if the format had not rotated, it would probably be a really good contender for worlds. But because of no DC, the reliance on welder, 
And it's like, sure, Aerodactyl GX is potentially good, or even the regular Aerodactyl is potentially right. good. Um, but the Aerodactyl GX, you beat of weakness, right? right? But the ability, I don't think it's good enough because every single tag team deck or GX deck, the whole point of them is to get ahead in energies. Right. Yeah. Mewtwo is either playing Mina or uh, Welder. Picarum has full blitz, Thunder Mountain, and Dance of the Ancients. Malamar has Psychic. Uh, so it's like, other than weakness advantage, the ability is completely useless because one more energy is no big deal for the tag team right. decks yeah. or Blastcephalon. So it's like, against anything that doesn't have weakness, you have a mediocre 210 HP GX that's not easy to search out, not easy to get in play, and hits for 120. Can also, or should be, in my opinion, be getting healed off quite a bit. Right. So I really, I'm really not a big fan of it at all. What about the yeah. uh, the Archeops, the one that that does ninety and discards an energy? Mm, I don't think it'll ever. Get, it's like if it can't get past Picrom and Giratina, it can't get past both or have a decent chance at being both. And Archeops will never beat Giratina. Right. Yeah, time, no, so. you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like anything that looks remotely viable, or that's that's been my um, my checkpoint. Yeah, unless it can stand up to those two decks. If it, yeah. if it can only stand with one and not the other, I'm not even going to consider right. it. Because I fully I like expect that. Milamar and Pigram to be the top decks. Yeah. And the most popular decks. Yeah. It's a goal, basically, for tag teams and uh, single prizes. Yeah. If you can't compete with both of them, like, you don't have a shot, pretty much. Right. Yeah. I like that. Your head, I think your headspace is great. I mean, it should be. Yeah, you're obviously doing this full time. You're coaching. You've been going out. In the frame. So I'm glad <laughs> you're. I, I want to see you do well. Like, I. You, <laughs> Thank you. You're doing. I like, I'm looking at your, your limitless and, like, I mean, you've been killing it for the last three years, basically. Last year, you won Mexico special event you took first at vancouver this year you won sao paulo if, yeah. if you if you actually put my 2017 2018 season and my 2018 2019 season next to each other they are scarily similar in both seasons i got first place at a at a regionals yes in in both seasons i got third place at a regionals in both seasons i won a special event in both yeah. seasons, I got like a few top 16s, top 32s. It's like it. I was very scared when I oh, realized sure. that. And I have almost the exact same amount of championship points wow. as well. I was wow. like, oh, what? Talk about, yeah, talk about consistency. Like, like the money is really close. Everything's pretty close. Yeah. 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 Like if you put one next to each other, it's actually very, you're very right. close. I mean, that's, that's good. Yeah. That means that yeah. you're, what you're doing is consistent. Like you're, you're, you're getting results. The, the, the results, results you want, want. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I mean, you, you I mean, obviously more, you, you want to win, win everything, more, but, but yeah. Well, props. Or you can look at it you. as you're not improving. I don't know, man. Winning, winning I mean, events, I'm... winning events. Uh, I don't know. You do it for a living. That seems like you're doing. You're getting success from me. Yeah. So anyway, um, <clears throat> we'll kind of move on from that. That's good that you have that kind of um, ideology for worlds, and we're really excited to see how you how you perform. But with every worlds there is new sets that are released and stuff like that. So, like, uh, the upcoming Sword and Shield video game, there will be Sword and Shield um, 
packs, right? There's going to be Sword and Shield cards. There's going to be Gigamaxing, Dynamax, stuff like that, or Gigantamaxing, whatever. Um, yeah. So let's kind of talk a little about, bit about that. So what uh, what's your opinion on the new game overall? Are you going to play the video game? Uh, do you think any of those um, uh, mechanics are going to incorporate themselves into the TCG, and how do you think that's going to affect it? Uh, well, I mean, I never expected something like tag teams. Um, the GX attacks when they were released made sense because they're the, the, move, right? the, the same as C moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're C moves with a different. I don't even know why they were not called C. I don't understand that marketing. <laughs> that marketing approach does not make sense to me. Um, it's like why not? But they, oh, they, well, in the new set, they just printed all this stuff. The Z, uh, was it the um. Crystal thing. Yeah, the Z yeah. crystal, and it's still just the GX move. So 100%, the Z, the Z move is the GX yeah. attack. So, uh, I'm certainly very excited. Like every time a new Pokemon game comes out, it's new Pokemon. I enjoy enjoy playing the games. Um, and also, so like I, when I first started Tablemon, I the circuit wasn't what it looked like right now. Um, it was actually just a little bit earlier. But I was actually competing in both VGC and TCG, oh, okay. so I'm actually looking forward to. To I probably don't have enough time to invest into both, and in, into both exactly into being competitive at both. Um, but I'm I, I'm definitely look, looking forward to creating content um, for for Sword and Shield. Awesome. Yeah, whether it be single battles, VGC battles, but that's something that I genuinely, I genuinely enjoy. Yeah, just like the TCG, I enjoy the video game. And I enjoy competitiveness, so I definitely look forward to to that. Yeah, and I already have a capture card for my Nintendo Switch and everything, so awesome. I'm, well, I, I'm definitely looking hey, to we that. Might, we might have a chance to play both. I mean, with the cups being everything's online, like, dude. Just get eight, Just get. Well, and I'm just saying, just get your eight cups done at the beginning of the year, dude, and then let's hit some regionals VGC, dude. Just hit me up. We'll 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 take on these uh, good people. That's, that's that's part of like the the whole live balance thing though. Like since I'm doing nine hours of Pokemon, four or five days a week, like I'm done with those nine hours, and I definitely like before I used to have a job, and then in my free time I play right. Pokemon. Now I play Pokemon on those nine hours, and in my free time, like, usually not. the last thing I want to do. Is play. I'm, uh, I'm not breeding anything, boys. Uh, yeah, Nothing with my friends and everything. Like it's worlds, we're all making that extra push, right? To to be world champion. But after worlds, I'm definitely like I, I'm definitely gonna need a, a small break. I'm glad there's like a month and a half between that and the first regional. Right. Um because definitely like I already invest a lot of weekends into Pokemon, cops and everything. So even though I would love to, yeah, in terms of the life balance thing, investing even more weekends for VGC. I definitely don't see that being um, very <laughs> maybe, maybe for regionals, yeah. but I know they do have a lot of the events, uh, stuff where you can generate points for your for a championship run. Um, it's base is online based, so you can enter tournaments and do stuff like that online. So that's well, um, there there are there are yeah. a few, but unfortunately, not enough to to get you an invite or anything. But yeah, they're they're cool to participate right. in, and I I actually wish. Like, I once went to South Beach Regionals, like, in 2011 or 2012, mm -hmm. I think, where I played TTG Day 1. I did horribly. And then I played Regionals for VGC on Day 2 because they had them on Sunday oh, really? only. Oh. And I almost, almost made to pay um, for, the, for the video game uh, for that Regional. Um, that was a long time ago. Um, 
but yeah exactly it's like i actually wish because vgc is getting smaller right. yeah that's yeah. the the reality or it's stagnant yeah, yeah. so if they if they actually made vgc only on sunday i feel like there would be a decent amount of tcg players that wouldn't mind playing pgc right. yeah the the cost is a little bit prohibitive i think um but i definitely wouldn't mind it yeah i would definitely like if i bump day one well i wouldn't mind playing vgc regional I'd day be, two i'd be right there with you i'd be right there with yeah. you yeah uh but anyway speaking of the uh the mechanics for the new game how do you think they're going to apply to uh, just you know uh, an opinion this is definitely uh you yeah, know I mean, theory theory and speculation yeah but how do you think they're going to apply that to I, the tcg i mean it seems like gigantamaxing or dynamaxing is more towards like mega it's it's similar to mega evolutions right, right? so i would expect um them to come up with something perhaps like the break mechanic yeah i feel like the the mega evolutions they were cool but the spirit link thing was definitely something that um that oh, made man. them that that restricted them too right. much so i would expect them to work kind of like the breaks okay. yeah we we've had a break mechanic before with the level x's then it came back as breaks so i definitely think there seems to be patterns right, right in yeah. in the game so i would definitely expect to see like huge um perhaps like level x combined with gx right like a dynamax gx car jump um which you have to play on top of the car jump gx right, or right. something yeah. like just giant that's, ass like the giant the jumbo cards you throw down <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what i imagine um is yeah. or that's what i could predict like like an approach um other than that maybe they just become like huge basics, basics. like the tag teams but they're not worth you three, play like, one of you play one of huge yeah, basics. like that something like they, they can only be a one-off in the deck or something worth three prizes but a one-off i don't know four prizes well, four <laughs> prizes one one of four prizes if it's if one. it survives three turns you can just discard it and your opponent doesn't <laughs> any prizes this is a stupid yes! mechanic oh my a dynamax count yeah, yeah maybe there will be something with a dynamax count well dynamax only lasts three yeah, turns three or something turns, so maybe turns. that's how it works oh my gosh like all right bye you didn't kill it now it's gone you screwed up. Uh, well, I mean, yep. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> oh, well, I, either way, I know they're gonna release it all at Worlds, so I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, should be should be cool. Yeah, it's always <laughs> exciting to see what they what new things they release at Worlds. Right, that's like the best part at the end of the <laughs> thing when they're like, Pokemon Worlds 2020, Las Vegas. We can all cheer. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. that'd be pretty Never. awesome i feel like the the, the nashville know. year i was um i was like i was in my room um because I, I had lost top eight the day before so i was like oh, i don't really want to go on sunday right. yeah, i was kind of sad that i lost um and then so i was just watching the stream and then i remember anna anna said and we'll see you in nashville and i was like Huh? <laughs> like, right. huh? Nashville? Nashville was <laughs> like I Nashville actually was... had to Google. Oh it. really? It uh... Yeah, it was. It yeah, was fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a fun time. Like after I saw, oh, it's a music capital. But I was generally very confused at the end. I was like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> uh, so where do you think? Where do you think? Uh, or where would you hope to see Worlds next year? Yeah, I mean, I would love for it to be in San Diego or California, but I feel like San Diego regionals um, definitely takes 
that away. Right. Um, I would definitely love to go to Orlando again. Um, I know it's hurricane season, so that's probably why it's never going to be there again. But I definitely wouldn't mind going to Orlando vacation. Right. Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii Hawaii would be cool, but it's also very expensive. And the Iceland they've chosen before Kona sucks. Iceland? Like you you no no the island. island. Oh Kona. Oh Iceland? What? No, no. Kona Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's like you go there with for your honeymoon. You don't go there to play Pokemon with your friends. Right. (laughs) Like like Alaska. this is this is a this is a funny story that not, not many people right. know. In two thousand and seven, yeah, Worlds was in Kona, Hawaii. Right. Yeah, the first time it was there. Yeah. So, like four four friends, yeah, myself and three others, we all we all won a travel award for Worlds. Yeah, so we all had a, a hotel for um, three nights, four days at the for Worlds, right? So we talked to Pokemon and told them, okay. Instead of having each of us in a separate room for three nights, put us all together in the same room for 12 nights. And they agreed. Wow. So we were like, oh my gosh, two weeks in Hawaii. And I was 18 years old back then. I was like, awesome. It's so cool. But then we got to Kona and there was literally nothing to do. Yeah, like (laughs) our our, our coolest entertainment was being in the pool the whole day. You can even go to, like the hotel had its own lagoon. Yeah, with turtles and stuff. So that's pretty cool. But after ten days of turtles, like the turtles get off. <laughs> so, so one night, yeah, one night, uh, we were just at the pool, and I had the bright idea to to climb one of the water slides, uh, like from from the bottom to the top, yeah, as a challenge. So I got to the top, right? I was like, awesome. Now I'm gonna slide back. And then when I turned to slide, I slipped and I hit my head in the back, oh, like two days. Uh-huh. and I slide it down whatever and then I was like oh my gosh my head hurts guys do you see anything and it was dark blah blah no we don't see anything you're fine and like it hurts I was like okay the bump and then I, I dipped into the water and I came out and like there was blood in the water oh, shit. <laughs> I cracked my head open two days before Worlds and I like I have a uh-huh. scar in the back that looks like a Harry Potter lightning thing <laughs> uh-huh. I had to be taken to the hospital. Um, I got uh, stitches, and so I had to play worlds with like this Band- weird thing. Bandage, bandage on her head. <laughs> I had to put plastic on the pillows um, to sleep, otherwise they would, I would get blood on them. It was like, <laughs> yeah, and like that came from there not being anything to do in Kona. Yeah, wow. was, like I, I was. I don't want to go back. Wow. <laughs> I was broke. I couldn't even do like all the fancy trips to like the helicopter ride right, right. to the volcano at eight years old i can't afford that you know yeah, so, yeah, like right. and you're not, why am i here for two you can't drink because you're 18 i can't drink yeah oh, man. I, mean, I don't drink right now but yeah i'm just, like, I'm even, just saying like there's nothing there's like that's like yeah. part of the thing you go to hawaii you know it's like oh i'm gonna have a beer chill on the beach there, there was a there was a, a mall yeah that was like literally like four food stands that was their, their mall yeah <laughs> and that was it that was literally it yeah. So, like, yes, sure. world's in Hawaii, but have it in Honolulu, please, not in Kona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Now that I know, yeah, now I know, 
I'll get to Kona, play Worlds, and then stay a week in Honolulu. Yeah. I'm mean, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, yeah, learn anybody watching. And if, if it is in Hawaii, learn from Pablo's mistake. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's, all, that's all the time we got for this show today. But there is something we do. We've been, we've been doing an ongoing, uh, I guess, tournament, you would say, Zach? Uh, or sure. con contest? Com competition. competition. So we want you to pick your top three contenders for Worlds. Who you think is going to win essentially first, second, and third. It's going to be a point-based system where the lowest score wins. Repeat, the lowest score wins. Okay. <laughs> Sam, Sam fucked this up last time. But so, like, if you get first, what? you get one point. If you get a hundredth, you get a hundred points. So you want the person that gets oh, first, sorry. second, and so third. So I want to pick. Wait, what? Ah, okay, okay. Now so I get like it. Now any I get it. like there's the ranking system. I'm not sure how many how many it goes to. Like day two, you get so many people. Anything that anybody that doesn't make day two, um, you're you're okay, you're hundred. Twenty-two points. Yeah, yeah. Or you get one point plus one. the last one, so that's yeah. you kind of want to get the lowest score score possible, which is essentially six points, being first, second, and third. And we are going to yeah. be giving away this awesome poster. Well, I guess it's not a poster; it's a portrait of your man, the favorite, Mister <laughs> Austin that's Austin all. Russell. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay, okay, but I mean, can I only choose day two players? No, you can choose, you, you can, you choose whoever, whatever you want. Whoever you want. Whoever you want. You can pick anybody you want. Can I you, choose myself? Of course. Yes. Okay. Yes, My, myself, myself for first place. Okay. There you go. Uh, it doesn't matter what place. But yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's first place. Uh, okay. It's just top three. Uh, so, yeah, the play, yeah. the placing uh, Ross, doesn't matter as long as, you know, you finish Ross, well. Ross Cawthon for second. You said Ross? Second pick. Yeah, yeah Ross Cawthon. And then Sam Chen in third place. Sam, Ooh, this guy has faith. See, you know, Sam. Sam is that guy from school who never lifts a finger, but he always aces the exam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's actually that guy. He's like, he never tests, he never practices. He he's like two days before a tournament. He's like, oh, I'm finally back from Taiwan. So what up, guys? And then he goes and does well at the tournaments. So yeah. we literally we had him on last week. In our intro, it's like the guy that plays your deck better than yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god, that's awesome. Okay, all right. So you you say you got yourself, you got Ross Gazin and Sam Chen, right? Oh, yeah. perfect. I don't think I think you're like I don't think anyone's picked those, which makes it better for you in the long yeah. run because like we have like ten people. A lot of them picked Pedro Torres. There's a lot of people that picked Gustavo Wada. So like, there could be ties with you. Yeah. You're all in, dude. If your guys do good, there's no you win. You just win. I, I have faith in myself Excellent. and my friends. That's, good. That's, that's good. That's good. Not many people picked themselves. I think we only yeah, had two be the others. Yeah, he'll be the third. Caleb and Danny, I think. Um. Yeah, yeah, Caleb and Daddy. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just for me. I tried to win every single tournament. Yeah. So oh, for me, not to pick myself, it's like. When I tell everyone, I was like, pick I'm yourself. Not, I'm, man, try, I'm trying to win worlds. Yeah. If I don't win anything below first place for me, is underachieving. There yeah, you go. So. I like your mindset. We did. We will say that there was per somebody that picked you to win. Oh, yeah, and we'll we'll be posting all of these uh, the weekend yeah. or the probably the weekend right before Worlds. Yeah. 
So next but week. I'll, yeah. I'll make a post on Payfont. So, cool. uh, and we'll bring the poster to World and give it out. When you get your trophy, when you're standing on the podium, one I'll hand throw with the trophy, yes, one, one with, with the trophy. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. All right, well, so we'll close it up. So, are there any shout outs you want to give to the uh, viewers and your followers? Uh, yeah, definitely a big shout out to everyone who, who follows Stable Mon. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do this um, without each and every one of them. Uh, big shout out to ARG. Uh, my my team they they've been really really cool um shout out to poton store as well it's a new sponsor for the channel who's believing in the table Mount project so that's always appreciated and especially to the people that i coach um they're i i'm very close with with a lot of them or with all of them really um and it's always really fun to hang out at tournaments and stuff uh with them so Big shout out to them because they're also a big part of get to do what I do. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks again for everyone tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Again, we got new episodes every Friday. Don't forget to check out the merchandise below. But for now, we're going to scoop it up. Oh, oh, oh.